Music Monthly, where we'll be featuring local Utah artists. What you just heard was Thanks by Indigo Waves, who we have in today. Would you guys care to introduce yourselves? Yeah. Hi, I'm Matt. I play the synthesizers and guitar. And I'm Bryson. I play the bass guitar. And I'm Austin. I uh, sing and play guitar. Okay, awesome. Thank you. And your hosts are Kayla Baggerly and Hunter Locke. We're so excited to be starting this today. So just to start out, would you guys care to describe your sound? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's an awkward sound. question. <laughs> it's a big question. It's kind yeah. of broad, but I think we're still you know. trying to figure we're still no trying to figure knows. that one out yeah. ourselves. <laughs> but um I think we're kind of going for along the lines of like kind of just like a bedroom pop kind of I don't know like lo-fi psychedelic rock indie rock stuff it's just we have like a just cluster of genres that we like to mess around with if you listen through our demos you can find songs in like a hundred genres it feels like. <laughs> that's the best and so it's taking a while to kind of figure out what we want to do for our next album and upcoming singles and stuff, but there's everything from vaporwave stuff to more like classic rock and roll. So, What are you guys most excited for coming up? What songs or what, I guess, what sounds as a follow-up question? Uh, there's this synth called the Roland D50. And uh, I, I mean, I don't know if the listeners' uh, level of synthesis understanding, but it sounds terrible, kind of, <laughs> and we love it. So we plan on incorporating that a lot. That's well, that's something that me and Matt both talked about before the interviews. Just like we have to talk about the D50 because it is it is the most underappreciated synth ever. It it basically sounds like um, any like Mormon message from the '80s or like. <laughs> cringy like cgi <laughs> movie like just that's what the d50 sounds like so it's it's just really cool it's pretty big in vaporwave but we're just trying to, i don't know we're not really i don't know what we're trying to do with it but it just it's fun and we're just trying to have a good time with it so i'm just trying to recreate the boy meets world theme song it's <laughs> yes. true basically yeah. Some some you guys are gonna like open with that is that what we can expect in yeah concerts? You know, <laughs> that, that would be sweet, so sweet. but I mean, besides that, right now, we're kind of putting a hold on all of our local shows for a little bit so we can focus on figuring out what we want to do and record it and release it. Um, recently, we decided that we're going to make this switch. We've been Our last two songs we recorded at June with Scott Wiley, and that was so sick because it's such a nice studio and it's like revered all over the song. Had a bad day. 
that one. Uh, for, <laughs> that, song. that song was recorded there, which is so classic. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but John Legend was recording there like a month or two ago. Dude, it's like it's sick. super yeah. sweet. Like Pretty so, it's like that's where we did our last two songs, and we're gonna try and do our next few songs ourselves. So we've just been kind of building up home studios and stuff to get ready for that. So I think we're pretty much there, though, and we found sounds we can work with, and so we're really excited to put out and finish some more songs. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you, like, have a timeline for when we'll be able to hear those songs? Um, we, we already have some that are pretty close to being done. We're trying to... We're really trying to push ourselves because, I mean, we're UVU students as well as doing this band thing, but... So it's it's difficult managing, like I'm taking anatomy and chem and all these classes a semester. So it's it's hard managing both. So we're trying to set dates like okay, we're putting a song out this day. So if it's done or not, we're gonna put it out. So it's kind of been pushing us. We haven't set a date yet, but that's our goal is to to start um, kind of setting these dates for ourselves and just so we stay on a routine. Um, but right now we've just been focusing on getting studio prep done. Like we said, we just bought a new Mac for the studio and we've probably spent more on the studio than we have in tuition, all three of us. So, uh, but it. it, it'll be fun. We're really excited to have our own space and kind of have full creative. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So is your goal with that just more flexibility or just more convenience? What, I guess, what drove you to start recording in your own home as opposed to a studio? Something that happens is I feel like sometimes a song in our genre can sound too nice, especially if we're using like the D50 or something, which is supposed to sound really lame. And then you make it sound really good in a mix. The song just ends up kind of sounding a little bit cheesier than we wanted to. So I think a lot of it will just be being able to control um, every aspect of the song. And it may result in a little less quality versus someone who's been doing it for 40 years, you know, but basically we like the lo-fi sound and we like to have complete control. So that's awesome. So you'll be producing and mixing it yourself. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. That's way cool. Do you think that we'll be able to give a little sample to our listeners today of some of the stuff you're working on? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Love that. Sure. Well, we like to. <laughs> well, do you want to, do you want to talk about the new one we're working on? Yeah. Like... Mark, will you take out the trash? Oh, so I think the demo, the name of the demo track is called Bowling Alley, and <laughs> I don't know why we thought of a bowling alley, but to me, I think of like, I don't know, running into some, like, kind of, I don't know, for like someone that you are like kind of into at the bowling alley, and you like see them from across the way, and it's like, okay. You know, and it just has that like kind of retro kind of aspect to it because you're in a bowling alley. 
And then, I don't know, to me, it's just like a, a love song in the bowling alley. But I don't know what it's going to turn out to be. It could be about Jerry Weiner, you know, <laughs> an old man that comes in <laughs> to your work. We just like, I feel like we're almost trying to, to force a cliche on it. Like, <laughs> we want it to sound like so cheesy that it's like, kind of cool i don't know i I can't say if it sounds cool or not i feel like some people i showed to they're like wow that's really interesting (laughs) but we just i don't know we're just trying to do something different because i don't know it's just fun to create and we enjoy making it and we just hope that you guys enjoy listening to it so and yes the flute sound was from the d50 so also i think the other thing that i hope I hope comes from that song as a music video featuring the CGI graphics from a bowling alley. Yes. You know, I think that'd be the perfect yeah, aesthetic for it. Strings. Maybe UVU can pull some strings. On the like when you hit the strike and that wow. little bowling pin is so please happy. If anyone at UVU is into uh, CGI, please hit us up. <laughs> if you're also work for free. <laughs> uh, I love that. I got it. It's got some retro vibes. It's fun. And that's what music's about is doing something different, right? So I'm excited to hear it. Do you yeah. want to hear more? Or is uh, that yes, let's more. go. This song right now is called Goat Speak Amulet, which is... Wait, wait, say that again. One more. Goat Speak Amulet. Goat Speak uh-huh. Amulet. I think it's in reference to a, an item in RuneScape. Oh, okay. It's like, we got to talk about the inspiration for that. But let me load it up here and we can chat about it. This one is our our newest song, kind of demo, not song. I didn't know that was the name. <laughs> We're still Gally deciding. The name was picked without <laughs> your input. I don't know. The, the, it has nothing to do with it. It's just I needed a name for it when I saved it. I mean, it'll definitely stick in listeners' heads. Oh, yeah. Can't forget that. Sounds kind of metal, though. <laughs> yeah. Go speak amulet. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's super good. I can't like pinpoint who it sounds like, but it's great. I'm a big fan of that. How long does it typically? Yeah, I keep forgetting <laughs> this thing. It's like <laughs> eating the fuzz. It's great. How long does it typically take you guys to put together a demo like that? I guess that particular one, how long did that take? So I wrote the beginning to that, basically the main riff just before work one morning. So I got to work at 10, so probably wrote it in an hour and a half or something and recorded it. And then Austin came over 
that afternoon and we added that little bridge and then Bryson came over a few days later and he did a bass part that's not in there yet but he's working on one so that's just kind of how long it is um I mean it's different for each song some songs we've had for like a year now and they're still not done a lot of times we get hung up on vocals but like making the instrumentals come so quick and then writing the vocals and recording it's just the them. lyrics you can you can make a song sound so cheesy with the wrong words yes that's, so that's true and like i feel like we love using cringy instruments so it's like working around making it the lyrics not also sound cringy so i feel like that's probably what ends up taking the longest most of the time but it just depends yeah like matt said but so can we I want to put a pin in this because I'm going to forget to ask you guys this, but I, I want to um, get your input on, I know all of you, are all three of you students here? Yeah, I mean, right? I mean, Matt, are you in the semester? Okay. Yes, represent UVU. We bleed green. We bleed green. What are y'all studying for our listeners? I'm studying Wolverines, baby. <laughs> I'm just doing my general assignment now, but my plan is to get something in graphic design and then see how that works for a few years. And if not, I'm also going to do my prerequisites for optometry school and go thereafter if that doesn't work out. Um, I'm like kind of either doing exercise science or engineering kind of as like an undergraduate for PT school. So I think that's the goal for me right now is going to PT school and yeah, be a physical therapist. So yeah, so I'm a, I'm a bio major. This is Austin, by the way, <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell cause you can't see us, but, uh, I'm a bio major. I, I'm trying to become a dentist. So I've heard biology is the best route for that. So I'm in the pre-dental club. Shout out my boys. Um, <laughs> and yeah, no, it's a blast. I, I love biology. I, uh, I think I want to get a minor in botany just cause I love plants and, uh, I have like three trees and like three trees just in my room and then like 50 plants in my room. Whenever we come record at my house, it's just like we're in a jungle landscape. Yes. So it's, it's love fun. It. I just, I just love what I'm studying. I love UVU. So um, so I kind of want to talk about the local music scene. What venues would you attribute to your success or say are your favorite to play at? And are there any local artists that influence you? Um, well, I feel like the two main, well, there's a few. Uh, locally, probably the closest one would be Valor, um, Valor Live Music Gallery. It's It's on Provo Main Street, I think. And they've been going for over 10 years. I think they're on their 12th year now. And that, that was, when we first started as a band, I feel like that was like a big step for us just because, I don't know, we just always looked up to that venue. That's where like Imagine Dragons and Neon Trees used to play back when that was what was in. Um, Kilby Court is also a really cool one. I think that if you're trying to see a touring band that's up and coming for a cheap price, Kilby is like a, a pretty cool one. Valor's really cool about like really pushing local, which is super sick, but um, I've seen a lot of cool bands at Kilby. Uh, Matt saw Hippocampus years ago at Kilby, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, they always have good stuff coming through. Yeah, 
Um, another thing I would say about the velour that makes them so nice and helpful to local music is they will actually pay musicians that play there a fair amount of money when they come. We always leave there with so much more money than we get from any other venue. So shout out to them for that. Um, we played Bill's Warehouse a few times. That's a cool little place tucked behind um, Bill Harris Music. So you can check that out. Our first show was at the Rad Shack. <laughs> it's so cool. I think it went out of business, though. Yeah. yeah. They had... Even yeah, there? the new one too. Uh, when we were first starting, they had the Rad Shack and the Underground, which we would play. <laughs> which now we wouldn't really play there because it was mostly metal bands. But it's like so cool that we have all these little small venues that will just let new bands play without any recommendations or anything. You know, they just let them come and start out. And it's easy to build a fan base and work here. I really think like this is one of the best music scenes, towns on the West Coast, I would say. Um, I'm from New Mexico, and it is the worst place to try and do a band, Albuquerque. So <laughs> there's really a lot of good resources here for artists, and there's always venues wanting you to play shows. We definitely want to get into some tour stories. Um, I've known you, I've, I know you guys have some nuts ones. I was telling Kayla about it, and uh-huh. I was like, "We gotta, we gotta have oh, yeah. the boys tell their tour stories." So, gotta hear first. Can, can I hit him with it, bro? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start, dude. Well, one time we drove, we played a whole tour without air conditioning in a van in the middle of summer. So we drove to California, California without air conditioning. It was the most painful thing of my life and but it was it was fine once we got right there because we literally just lived on the beach but wait not only did we not have air conditioning but the windows didn't roll down in the van (laughs) we were in an oven for 12 (laughs) hours it was so bad yeah Uh, dallin our drummer who's not here he built his own little ac unit out of (laughs) like those coolers that you just take to your family picnic you know just a styrofoam whatever just cooler and cut a hole in it and stuck a fan on top of it i don't know where he got the idea but it was a it was a terrible idea actually about like three hours in all the ice melted and it's like it splashed all over me You had to be creative. It just doesn't always work. I just think that we were just having a good time. I thought it was okay. (laughs) Where were you sitting, though? He was also in the back getting splashed, but he was just enjoying every second of it. Um, One time, we... I I am responsible for this. I locked the keys in the van at a Chili's. Uh, I think we were in... uh, Pomona when when we did that. And... We we locked the keys in the van and then we sat outside. It was like so hot outside and we're just we had like coat hangers trying to get the keys out and some nice lady just came up and was like, Hey, I have triple A, I'll just call it and say it's my van. So she got us our keys, which was so sick. Um I have a great one. We were at uh Jack in the Box. We'd at Jack in the Box for like every meal because you can get like a hundred tacos for like two dollars. <laughs> It's so dope and they're so so good. (laughs) Anyways, Jack in the Box became a cult on tour, but we stopped at one on our way home. So because our air conditioner didn't work, we had to drive through the night, basically. And so it was like three in the morning and we stopped in Las Vegas 
ticket, some jack in the box. And this guy came in and he's like, Hey, yo, I'm hungry up in this mofo. <laughs> and, and like, we all got down because he's like, I'm pretty sure he was homeless. And he, not that that matters, but he was like screaming, like in the middle of. Of, of this jack-in-the-box at 4 o'clock in the morning in the middle of Las Vegas. So we all like kind of duck down. I'm just holding my little cookie, praying that we make it out okay. Uh, so funny though. So now we always say that whenever we, we desire food. Yeah, and he literally stood in line for like five seconds after he said that and then he walked out the door and left. <laughs> so that's just a great Las Vegas, man. We drove all the way to New Mexico one time to play a show without oil in our car. We made it fine. It was the craziest thing. I don't know how we made it, but we made it all the way. We actually played in Arizona the night before, and then we went to New Mexico, and we played a show there, and we didn't have oil that entire time, which was like over 20, 20 hours of driving. It was insane. I don't know how we did it, but a tender mercy, to say the least. <laughs> but yeah, that was just... I don't know. We have a lot. There's just so, there's like something about. Go ahead, Bryce. Rest, you got in, rest in peace, spirit. Oh, true. Oh, We've yeah, moved on. It's, our, it's it was the name of our band. Yeah. <laughs> and a great thing about Dallin, who's not here, but we'll talk about him so he feels included. Um, Dallin will just ask out any girl if you tell him to. <laughs> he just has no fear. He'll just ask out anyone. And so in Arizona, when we played, we were at McDonald's. And we told Dallin to get some girls' numbers. <laughs> and he just, like, started talking to them, and they just would not respond to him. And it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Love him. A for effort, honestly. Playing shows out of state is so fun, though. Like, something we like to do is, when we played in Idaho, probably, like, six months. Maybe, maybe it was longer. I don't know. We were up there. We like to go up to, to Rexburg a lot because it, it's like a pretty fun crowd and it's another college campus. But the thrifting, we love to hit like every thrift store along the way to find those golden gems. And Matt found a synth in, uh, in Idaho. Yes, I found one of my favorite synths. I got it for 20 bucks. It's the Casio SK-1 from 1985. And it's... Um, digital analog and a sampler has all three sounds in it it's really neat Whoa. and uh it was in the original box in this, wow. in this yeah, place. It has the manual it was so sweet yeah really love that guy it's fun to make like lo-fi on because it sounds so bad terrible sounds terrible <laughs> can we expect some some samples with that particular synth oh yes yeah. i have Let's see. Is it on? I think it's on both of the demos Is that the we just we already played. Wasn't the oh the chords the, on old Jerry Wine or it was maybe? Oh yeah, we we I use it a lot because it's just so easy to to record with and have it fit in a mix. So a lot of times we'll actually record parts of a song with the Casio and then come back and switch them out later, just because it's for some reason it always sounds good with the Casio. I used it for Call It a Night the main melody on that well speaking of touring i'm just curious if you could play anywhere in the world where would you play i know it's a loaded question i want to go to europe so bad that's for me anyways i would stadium baby yes <laughs> that's a goal oh 
I would love to play in a McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, we talk about that all the time. We're trying. How do you even go about doing that? Like asking a McDonald's to let you play it? Like I think I you need to talk to like a franchise owner. I think they would think you were lying though. Like if there was a Ronald McDonald house charity thing, you know, where we could go play for charity and it was inside a McDonald's and we got to just help poor little kids that yeah, are like, going through stuff and we got to play in the McDonald's and then maybe got like a double cheeseburger as payment. It'd be yes. so nice. <laughs> I, I feel like we could really pack a McDonald's. I think so. Not necessarily because they want to hear us, but people just love McDonald's, you know? They can come. It would be free advertising for them. We would just put up yeah. McDonald's posters everywhere. See, I envision you guys like up on a McDonald's jungle gym with all your instruments oh, and the synth oh, up there. So sick. Some McDonald's even have instruments inside of them. It's true. <laughs> Giant keyboards you could walk on. You could walk oh, on. I was hoping we could like throw toys in the crowd, like yes. between songs. Kind of like the picks, but better, honestly. <laughs> you should get like Hasbro to sponsor you. Yes. <laughs> if you get that McDonald's show, let us know. We'll be there. We'll be there. Sounds we'll good. get our cheeseburgers and McNuggets or whatever, and we'll just be listening. And I'm sure all the listeners will come too. Oh, so. For the kids. <laughs> Do it for Thank the you kids. so much for the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. What music are you guys listening to right now? Um... Recently, I've been listening to Windows 96. <laughs> Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. He's just a vaporwave artist, and he uses the D50 a lot in his music, which is kind of a big inspiration for me. Um, yeah, he's sweet. I just found him through YouTube algorithms. So um, if I look through my thing here, I was listening to Ariel Pink this morning. The problem for for me is I feel like I get on these really heavy phases where I'll just listen to one artist solely for like three to four days. Like last week I was only listening to Bob Marley. I don't know why, but like I just get hung up on these artists and I just can't let them go until I hate their music because I like have listened to it so much. But I mean, it's always mixing up like Whitney. We like to listen to a lot. Um Thundercats, Mild High Club, Pine Grove is super sweet. I don't know. Just we just hit shuffle usually. You're not gonna mention the dead? The oh, Grateful I dead. love the Come Grateful on. Dead. I, I I didn't know if I felt I was worried to to talk about my true love because <laughs> it doesn't really fit into the sound at all. But boy, if there's any deadheads listening to this, I love the Grateful Dead so much. They make me so happy. We love them. <laughs> I personally, this is Bryson here. I, I love Beach House, like something. Yeah, love them. I just when I was in high school, listened to Bloom back what in 2012, and Teen Dream, and to me that's like those are the albums of the decade for me. Like I just connected with those, so and resonate. It just resonated with me so well, especially at that time. I listen to the new Tame Impala tracks from his forthcoming album like every day. But a nice shout out to a pretty underground band, so one that less people will know, is uh, Shimmer Traps. We got on uh, David Dean Burkhart's YouTube playlist, which is pretty sweet because he th shows a lot of like really indie bands that not a lot of people have heard of, but they're really sick. So check them out, Shimmer Traps. I feel sacrilegious if we don't mention 
obviously the Beatles are like my favorite artist, but I hate talking about them because everybody likes the Beatles. So like, I mean, but they are literally my favorite <laughs> artist. I listen to them every single day. I have every yeah. single vinyl. They're always my number one on Spotify. You have their so whole discography and I have their whole discography Holy. in vinyl. Um, and then obviously wow. we're huge fans of Pink Floyd, Mac DeMarco, and like Matt said, Tame Impala. Oh, yeah, we could like talk about music artists all day. Yeah, that's and <laughs> this podcast is gonna get really long. <laughs> just, if, what? We just, if we stay, yeah, on let this. me throw in one more. Okay, I love this one. I just like discovered him kind of recently. He's pretty new and upcoming, and his name's Strawberry Guy. So definitely check him out. He just another great artist for me personally that just I connect with and resonate with like very much so. And like his tracks just remind me when I was just a young, naive boy, just like happy as can be playing my N64 and just chilling. So strawberry guy, check him out. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for all those plugs. So aside from playing at McDonald's, what would your biggest goal for Indigo Waves be, even if it doesn't seem like something that's possible right now? To quit my job at the insurance office. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you work for? I work for my uncle, so I'm grateful for him and my clients if you're listening to this. <laughs> but uh, I would love to just make music all day. So... Even if I am just a scraggly man for the rest of my life, but I get to do music full time, that'd be sweet. I mean, I guess like we've already kind of done this, but we like for me and like for the band is just like we want to play with like artists that we we love and appreciate and like I'd be happy just like <laughs> playing alongside, you know, those artists that we just kind of admire and the ones that we mentioned beforehand. I think that's just really cool. And um Oh, it's just like really cool to think like, like a couple of years ago, like me personally, I went to um, the Velour and saw like the new electric sound when they came and released their, their new stuff. And it was just cool. It was like, man, like these guys are cool. Like I didn't, I wasn't in a band or anything at the time. Like I barely play guitar <laughs> and um, it's just cool to, you know, be a band and play the Velour and, you know, kind of share music. It's, it's funny. Cause I feel like a lot of the goals that we 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 were like hoping to hit someday we've like ac accomplished but there's always another goal like i think i mean we started out like just hoping to play a show like we thought that that would be so sick just to play a show because we literally just i was just playing to my mom and my dog you know like so it, it was cool to like get that step of like oh wow we're like actually playing a velour show and then we uh, played our first out-of-state show, which is four hours away to Rexburg. So it's like, is that even an out-of-state show? Because Rexburg, BYU, Idaho is like basically Provo. But it's just like, we just keep making like, just like small steps. But to us, it just means so much to be like, like we played in LA for our first time this summer, which was like so cool. We played at Hotel Cafe, which was like one of the last venues uh, Mac Miller played at before he died. And like, we played at uh, this theater uh Pomona Fox Theater and Frank Sinatra and Tame Impala have played there so it was like it was just so cool that we're like just any step is a step you know so it's we're just having a good time being a part of it so that's awesome you're making the dream a reality I love that well Hunter do you have any more questions I do not do you no is there anything you guys want to mention yeah so 
we should have a few songs coming out in the next few months. Um, some of them we've played live, some of them we haven't. So stay tuned for those. Um, and right now we have Thanks and Jerry Weiner out. Those are our two most recent songs. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. We recorded those, like we said earlier, at June Audio with Scott Wiley. Um, really fun tracks, nice textures. We used a... I know I used the Roland Juno 106 there to record. Big fans of Roland over here. Yeah, we love <laughs> um, You guys want to talk about anything you did on those songs? Um, the JX3P by Roland as okay. well. Will you guys tell us the story behind one or both of those songs for our listeners? Matt, you should tell the story of Jerry. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I work at a place, which I will not say on here. <laughs> and uh, we had this guy. He doesn't do it anymore, but it was like three weeks straight. He just came in, and he was just covered in oil, and he was barefoot, and he had his dog with him, and he just breathed like this. <laughs> He just like do all these weird breathing motions and uh he just like came in and complained to us about stuff like every day for three weeks and it was getting so annoying and I was like why is this guy like this <laughs> um and so I guess Jerry Weiner is kind of about says do you want to know why you're all alone etc um so it's just kind of about how complaining and being a negative person and just spending your time outside of the real world like on your phone or whatever can really isolate you um and so it's just kind of a song about the nicer you are and the less you complain the more friends you're gonna have i think it's kind of fun to see how songs evolve too because like whenever the way we usually write songs is one of us will come up with the initial idea or like They'll have usually like a chord progression, maybe like a riff or a melody lead that could be something to build around. And then they also have an idea of of where they want the song to go. And we, we really wanted to like just push positivity with, with this song because I, I just feel like negativity is like a growing problem that people face and especially with like social media and stuff like that. And so I feel like, at least me personally, I really I really wanted to push the idea of the, the like the use of phones and like how that um just can really like you can just live your whole life on your phone basically and and you be content and i just think it's really damaging so it's it's nice to look up and make friendships and stuff like that you got some to add bryson um no well i was just gonna add it's just like yeah phones can be very distracting and like i can't we spend like the majority of our time in our day just looking at our phone so I recommend the Zen mode, <laughs> the Zen mode, if I don't know, depending on what OS you're using, but just like take an hour of your day, just turn off your phone, read a book, make music. It's good. Get a plant, <laughs> get a plant, just take a, care of a just plant. Just get a plant and just like care and love it. Build a it Pokemon deck. Build a Pokemon. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Do you have a favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon is Pokemon is Ampharos. Ampharos is his favorite Pokemon. 
Mine is Lucario, probably, if I were to say. What's your favorite Pokemon? Um, Pi- I, yeah, I, oh, no, Pikachu's too generic. Let's see. Uh, who's that, like, who's that spoon guy who, like, can hypnotize Alakazam? you? Alakazam. I remember when I was a kid watching the, watching the little Pokemon Dude, show. Pokemon 2000 changed my it. life. I feel like so much of our music is, is influenced by, like, Nintendo 64 and early 2000 Pokemon movies. It's a great influence, though, so it's pretty dope. Well, real quick, if our listeners want to check you guys out, where can they look? I think the best place to check would be Spotify or Apple Music. Um, we, I know we have, like, if you, if you want to really seek it out, I think we have stuff on Pandora and iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, David Dean Playlists. Is there any other SoundCloud? SoundCloud, Grog, Deezer, Deezer. What's the one for like local <laughs> bands that people always submit to? Uh, Bandcamp, right? Bandcamp. We're the on band that too. Camp. We just like tried to hit all the bases. If you want to listen to music for free, you do it. There's SoundCloud. We're not trying to really make money. We just want you to enjoy music. There's some dope local radio stations that play our music too. Oh yeah, true. I think eighty-eight point three is that. It's I don't the, remember what they are, but they're dope. KPGR is the it's the Pleasant Grove radio. station. And there's one other one that I think there is one other one. Ransom Widener is the DJ. I don't know. But definitely listen to like local band radio. I think that's just really helps people. And go visit, go see a show for once. If, you, if you've never been to a local show, just like just go out of your comfort zone and you might have a good time. So, okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming in today, um, listeners. If there's a band that you think should be on the next Music Monthly, let us know on our social media. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you have a great day. Have you ever thought about